Hey, welcome back to another episode on the show this week. The world's biggest girl band who are known for breaking records all over the globe. Blackpink have just dropped their Roblox experience. So we're going to chat all about that. Uh, also here at Base DF, we've just released something that we've been working on for months for one of the biggest tech YouTubers on the planet. It goes by MKBHD with 15 million subscribers. Uh, I tell you everything you need to know about that, plus how you can go and play it immediately uh, if you're into that. Um, also, we did have another news story at the top of the show but we've had to remove it due to something to do with the writer's strike out of our control so it's a slightly shorter show than usual but valuable nonetheless i hope uh, so all the links you need are in the description and enjoy this week's episode this is all all about black pink. oh shit my daughter woke me up this morning and oh, said yeah. daddy, 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 daddy 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 i need to play roblox when i play roblox where is it she raced through breakfast but why for the black pink for the experience. black pink experience yep. There you go. For there the you go. Experience. Yes. That's what they want to do. Um, yeah, this is a big deal. Now, Blackpink, uh, you probably have heard of. If you haven't, they are a girl band, biggest girl band in the world, probably up there with the biggest bands in the world at the moment. They are a K-pop band. Uh, they have broken so many records on sort of every front. They have 21 Guinness World Records, actually. I actually have three Guinness World Records, just to drop that in there. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah. We're going to come back to that. Okay. I yeah. need to know what they are. Firstly, because, yes, yeah, but carry on. Yep. Um, they also won an MTV award. They headlined Coachella. They've got 57 million followers on Instagram. I think 30 billion streams overall. They're pretty much these sort of global titans and they are smashing it. So this is a big deal. Uh, globally, they are massive as well. So this is the experience. And we've seen similar things before, but it's like another big signal for um, a group this massive uh, so players will have the chance to explore a grand pastel palace home to interactive scenes from blackpink's iconic music videos so they're kind of uh putting that in an explorable environment inside roblox um, i think there's even a chance don't quote me on this don't tell your daughter because i might be wrong but to meet blackpink in roblox i think they're coming in for a bit which would make sense there's also like an in-game currency that you can get from mining sparkling crystals and the hammer to mine is a replica of blackpink's light stick if you know what that means you know a little bit more than me um, but they're having kind of themed parties in there. They're actually the third K-pop group to open uh, a fan kind of hub like this in Roblox. Um, boy band group NCT 127. My K-pop knowledge is a bit weak. That might not be what they're called. Uh, and some others have been in there. And the most recent K-pop Roblox experience has 60 million visits to date. So it's been very, very successful. It's also, apparently, I read uh, part of the move from the South Korean government they've reportedly invested 170 million dollars in metaverse developments in 2022 more broadly i know they are um yeah spending a lot of money and embracing this a lot so it's really interesting that this is happening yeah no it is really interesting and blackpink are it's a phenomenon it's a phenomenon it really is they they've been on tour just recently and there's this whole the, the hard the hard thing with k-pop is it feels very obviously manufactured it feels very controlled as well there are some dark stories about controlling influences around K-pop stars, but I mean, my 11-year-old daughter is nuts for K-pop, but she's quite unusual in her, most of her classmates aren't into that, but she found it. She found manga and anime and, and just landed on this thing and she knows all the dances. She teaches herself this stuff and she is the target audience for this 100%. And the fact that she was so excited about this, she wanted to get the light stick there's a special badge that you could get if you were there in the, within the first 24 hours in the Blackpink experience. She wants it because she wants to have it. My son wants it because he can sell it. Ah, <laughs> clever. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, so so there's going to be some value attached to those. And again, like, it feels weird for, for me 
because I have no connection with this band through that experience, but I watched the Blackpink music videos and they are incredible. Mm. Oh yeah, on a performance level, on a music level, it's like it's 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 very much um, the 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 style of the of, of the day. But the the fact they're on Roblox, and what was that other number? The the, the other successful thing that done? Yeah, like they did a PUBG gig that won the MTV. That's right. Metaverse Award because that was a new category I think last year. Yeah, and there's a there's a K-pop band called KDA which comes from League of Legends. So there's all these kind of weird mm. crossover things happen. But Blackpink being in there, yeah, it's it's big. There's just like. Who else could bring over an audience of that size? Obviously, Taylor Swift. Mm. You know, you think about the size of her audience. Like Ed Sheeran probably will never turn up. But like these artists that have this very specific vision and idea, God, it's huge. The numbers are just staggering. Yeah, and it's, staggering. they're so engaged, um, that audience as well. Like that general kind of age group are the ones who are online all the time who are native to all this stuff anyway. So they're, they're, they are like the numbers on, on that in terms of how long people spend there, how... How much they spend, uh, you know, uh, on the in-game currency and the additional stuff is going to be really interesting. I think because it will be—it's like the perfect test because it will be crazy. Also, interesting that your daughter want like it's quite rare now that with content that you turn up to a thing live, yeah, and you're really excited to go and you want to go there at a specific time. Like that hasn't really happened for a long time. But these kind of experiences, kids are turning up at the time of appointment which you know there there's yeah. so much content to choose from and they're ignoring it all and going for this it well it is it is one of the criticisms of Fortnite at the moment that you know a couple of years back when they were doing travis scott and they were doing these big concerts those were really seen as like pushing the boundaries of what you could do in Fortnite. and i haven't done a huge amount since then the live events kind of fallen away a little bit i think people are looking for them to come back obviously uefn is is blowing up and is is proving to be a big draw but you're right. This appointment of you, this this come now, be here now element. Um, and you're talking about the South Korean government investment in the metaverse. They have their own platform, Zepetto. Um, I'm trying to get more information on that because one of our investors is also invested in them, quite a quite a large round. Um, but that South Korean market, K-pop, it's just like it, they're made for each other. Absolutely made for each other. It's again what you were saying last week about the Asian market having a very different mindset towards all of this. Again, totally on the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting for sure. Do you want to know what my world records are now? I actually do want to. It's. Uh, I'm so curious. <laughs> uh, one of them I'm not proud of. As a man who doesn't eat meat anymore, I hold the record for the person who's made the most amount of hot dogs in one minute, which was eleven. So, but I, I didn't. I just put the hot dog in the bun and then mustard. Uh, actually, cut the bun, mustard, ketchup, and that was counted as one. Was um, this on? Was this on TV? Yeah, this was back was in it? kids' TV. Oh, uh, yeah. We used to do them quite regularly. Oh, nice. I also hold the record for stretching slime the furthest. So, is that right? Is that an achievement? Not sure. Uh, and catching beach balls blindfolded, shared with my friend. Uh, all things have made my parents incredibly proud. But I did get disqualified from a mass attempt of flossing. Uh, there's a bit of my brain. How do you get disqualified from flossing? <laughs> what did you do wrong? It's like if you're doing like the 25k walk and you've like accidentally lift two feet off the ground at the same time. But what? <laughs> it was quite hilarious because I've got something wrong in my brain uh, about coordination. I just can't really get flossing. I was like, well, I'll just hide amongst. There was like 600 <laughs> kids. There was like a drone shot from a roof and everything. And uh, there was all the kids there, and they all did it. And it was a big world record, and and they did pass it. And it was like, way everyone went crazy. And then the adjudicator person came up to me at the end. And she was like, "You got disqualified because you can't do it." And I was like, oh, "Okay, just kept it quiet." But I don't have that one. Uh, is this floss dancing or floss, floss dancing? Oh, yeah. floss yeah. dancing. Oh yeah, no, no. Oh, not flossing teeth. Like, above a certain age, above a certain age, you actually are disqualified from being able to do it full stop. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. You should it's, be publicly. It's like it's like you know, you're, you're, kids can hear noises above a certain frequency. Like adults, at a certain point, you you are unable to floss. Yeah, yeah. And I feel that, I point. feel that the same thing should be applicable to twerking. Above a certain age, you should not be able to twerk. Yeah, it should just be <laughs> just anatomically impossible. So yeah, so yeah, we have these periodic large videos that we try and do each year. I mean, I say each year we've only been in, in existence for one year, but um, running the marathon in VR was was one of them. Sorry, ultra marathon. Um, this MKBHD level we did was another one. We are lining up another one, which is we're, we're going to try and beat a world record, um, some kind of gaming world record in in a couple of months' time. Oh, nice. So, so yes, so my ears pricked up when you talked about world records. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Indeed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I know the person. I can. Uh, back in the day i don't i i don't know if this is before your time but there was a there was a show on children's bbc called record breakers yeah yeah um and they'd always get this guy from guinness world records to to come in like what was the what was the presenter's name is roy roy castle yes roy castle roy castle the great late roy castle but the guy they would get from the from the guinness book of world records his name has stuck with me through the ages because it was just so unlikely his name was Norris McWhorter. What a name! Yeah, and he had a he had a brother who I think was Ronald McWhorter. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> a twin brother, a twin brother. <laughs> so the pair of them would turn up from the Guinness World Records like, who is this strange man? Yeah, that's, that's Norris McWhorter. <laughs> <laughs> I might make that my gamer tag name. That's great. Good stuff. Um, all right. Well, the final thing we want to talk about, which is is a big deal. This is something that you've been working on at Based for many months, and I think is like it, it's one of the first. It is the first thing like this that I've seen. It's very of the moment. So maybe you could tee us up for what you've been doing. Yes. So back when I started Based, I was trying to come up with big, interesting concepts that we could do in the metaverse or metaverse related. And we had a bunch of them. One of them, the, the thing that I hooked investors with was running a marathon in the metaverse. So just the idea of like, could you run a seriously long way in the metaverse? And that that was interesting. And then I was like, well, what, what would we do next? And I was trying to think about the way we use virtual spaces and how we use virtual spaces because they are they, they can be a little kind of architectural you just like it's a thing it's there and so what so i was trying to think if we were to build something in the metaverse rather than just build something wild why don't we build something that already exists for a youtuber someone that has a cool studio that people see in videos but they can't actually go and visit like what would it be like to build that studio so the person i alighted on was mkbhd because mkbhd is the youtuber of the decade um, and he has an incredible studio that he's invested a ton of money into. And he just felt like it'd be really fun for his audience to be able to visit his studio. And we built it in Monoverse. Mm. So we built it in Monoverse originally. And this we started this back in October. And we modeled the whole thing out. And we realized that it's like, okay, you can go in there and you could basically treat it like an elevated Zoom call. So you could go in there and you could have voice chats and you can have people talking in there and you can have meetups and all this kind of thing but it feels a little limited so um, Max from our team started building a kind of parkour game in there and started uh, enabling people to kind of run around and unlock things and it was kind of limited and at a certain point when it doesn't feel like it's big enough or strong enough or interesting enough to make into a film so we kind of canned it and then back in March UFN turned up and I, I started thinking about the MKBHD level student and everything else the advanced photorealistic capabilities of Unreal Engine, I was like, this is what we need to do. Because Marquez is actually a metaverse skeptic. Mm. He doesn't really like the metaverse. He thinks it's idiotic. And 
so what 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 better way to kind of introduce him to this than by building his entire studio in Fortnite and turning it into a game that he could actually play because then his community could get really interested in it we could start telling a slightly different story about the metaverse so we did it we we built the entire studio and we looked at tons of videos we looked at the kind of things that would he would really respond to but we couldn't publish it unless we got his permission mm. so we've basically been in this mission to try and get him and his team excited enough about what we were doing to get over their apprehension about the metaverse and embrace it and give us permission to publish it in about two hours time we will be publishing it so by the time this goes out it will have been published yes. but in order to get him excited about this we we delivered another thing that i was trying to do uh, in the metaverse which was like back in like the late 1990s and early 2000s mtv cribs was just like i couldn't get enough of it iconic absolutely incredible and it was like celebrities showing you around their homes some of which weren't actually their homes no but, no imagine i download i used to download it illegally because i loved it so much yeah. and when i couldn't watch it on mtv i used to get it off limewire yeah it's this wish fulfillment thing it's like you go and <clears throat> you go and see like i don't know like <laughs> missy elliott's house and it's like you imagine that these people are so rich they'll buy whatever they want and have the most absurd things and and, and it was absolutely right yeah missy mm. elliott has a has a has a has chairs with fish tanks built into them and she sleeps in a ferrari bed like, <laughs> and the fridge they always went to the fridge they always went to the fridge there. exactly yeah. right so we're like I, i've always had this image in my head like what if we did cribs but we did it in the metaverse so like people build all these crazy things and like we go and tour around them and only recently was it able was it possible for us to do that so what we did was we shot an episode a pilot episode of this show that we want to do called maps not cribs maps it's not the same show and we did it like an episode of cribs but we did it in marquez's studio so it's me as an as a digital character showing Marquez around his own studio, but showing him what we've done in the metaverse. Because we, because basically what what I realized is like in order to hook him, in order to get them excited, we need to do something that's so like oh my god that they'd be like yeah yeah, yeah we we definitely want to do this. And thankfully, it worked. And not only that, that like Epic came calling and said we really want to know what you guys are up to. Mm. They heard about it as well. I was like oh damn. We're onto something here. So there's a, quite a few interesting things that have come out of this. And we've been sitting on it and sitting on it and sitting on it. But like the, the lessons we've learned from building in UEFN, things that it's really good at, things that are very limiting. Uh, we've learned a huge amount in terms of like hooking people of influence who are involved, in, like, like Marquez, but getting them kind of hooked into the Fortnite world is really effective because it gives them firstly it's a revenue stream but it also it gives them access to an audience that, that might not necessarily otherwise be engaged with them but it also gives them another forum for telling stories and for forum for allowing people to experience their story and i think we we hear a lot about that like you know taking a mcdonald's experience and putting it in the metaverse but that in this instance we really had to think about the marquez verse as we called it like what does his world look like how do we experience it what would make it exciting for people to come and be part of um, so he has this robot that he's really proud of and that's really just like a sick piece of equipment and in the game it has a laser attached to it and if you get too close to it it will kill you um, he has a billiard table and actually there's a hidden area in the yeah, billiard table so that you can go downstairs and actually you know fight and there's all sorts of weird things and, and also we shrunk everyone down so you're in the studio but you're tiny mm. so you have to like get around using grappling hooks and kinetic blades and all these kind of things so um, 
yeah it was really 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 interesting and then like all the collateral you have to create like the the imagery the trailers and all these kind of things every time we've been trying to think how do we do it our way mm. how do we do it in a way that's like consistent with this idea of bringing a new audience into Fortnite, rather than just aping every single other piece of Fortnite thumbnails or everything else that belong uh, that are really targeted at the existing audience how do we get a new audience in and that's that's been it's quite a challenge yeah it's so cool like for a lot of reasons i think because number one it's just like um unavoidably or i can't think of the word but like it's just so fun right like there's no no way it was like a, a really clever strategy i think to go to him and he's obviously got a huge fan base but you've got to offer him something that he can't ignore so it's so well built and it's so fun to play that it's like okay you've achieved that you could you couldn't possibly ignore it like I, his face when he watched it was just like what the partly because he was like how have you done this and from piecing all the videos together uh, he was kind of stunned but then it was just and it was a cool thing to watch um and then also i think it's the beginning of a trend when you think about like the individual creators becoming these huge giant brands mr beast is the obvious one where he's releasing physical products like feastables and things like that like the next trend i think we'll see is them creating their worlds obviously like mr beast land or marcus land or whatever and it's like it's such a strong brand thing that brings fun and this all this new audience and yeah uh, we'll leave the island code in the description because it will yeah. be live and like don't experience it if you can because it's uh it's yeah really interesting i think it's cool yeah i think that th i've seen a lot of videos where people make something like they'll make an iron man suit for mr beast because mr beast said he wanted an iron man suit it, you make it you hand it to him and then it's done mm. whereas with this because the maps can be updated mm. if something changes or they want to make a, you know something different happen or they want to have a meetup, or they want to have a live event or a tournament. All of that's built into Fortnite already, and it can be adapted and changed and upgraded. But I think what I guess the the tough bit for us was the moment his team looked at us, they saw Metaverse, mm. they saw Web three, and they went, "Oh no!" Because they really liked the Cribs episode. They really liked all the stuff that we showed them. They liked the game, but the Metaverse bit, the Web three bit, was a massive blocker. Interesting. And so one of the hardest things was having the conversation with his team to say listen what you think is the metaverse i.e mark zuckerberg and meta and all these troubling things that's this one like sliver or interpretation of this go and look what's happening in Fortnite. this is a game this is an existing community and it's being slowly onboarded into this idea of the metaverse tim sweeney is all over this like nvidia's all over this it's not toxic anymore and it, it it's amazing that they had this one single opinion of it and they're in their bubble they're doing their thing and once they hit that opinion they weren't they couldn't see anything else and that's i guess that's the the issue we have but the the way we got past it was we just showed them work that was undeniably good mm. and put we clearly put a lot of time and effort into and and i think he'd obviously spent so much time developing and building out his studio to see somebody else put as much time and effort into building a replica or a facsimile of it that he could actually use where he didn't have to do anything i think that hit home so it was a an object lesson in a quite a few different things for us in terms of um delivering the kind of experience that we want to deliver and working with people like at the very highest level of this new modern media entertainment paradigm that we're in so yeah pretty pretty exciting and i you know i'm curious where we can go next and, and i'm curious who we might be able to work with mm. next off the back of this yeah i won't be surprised when other people will slide in the dms be like you know you made that really cool entire level playable game thing for marcus can you 
Let's see, eh? let's see. I mean, I, like, you've got to put stuff out into the world. Yeah. I, I firmly believe that if you put stuff out into the world and it's the best that you can possibly do, something comes back. Yeah. It might not come back straight away, but I, I, I firmly believe that. And that's that's kind of what we've been building up to. And it's been, I guess it's been a, it's been a tough thing for for me having been in a in a in the previous job i was in where it was very much a volume game like i can turn up every day shoot a bit of content put it out there to dial that back have the confidence in like a really big swing and put a lot of effort and energy into it but like then you you know your execution is everything and your delivery is everything and like pulling it off and making making sure it comes through there's a lot more risk on it but i feel like for everybody in the team it's just been like this everyone's pretty proud of what we've done yeah yeah and it stands out from the like we talked about before sort of ai content of the same standard that's just you know like the junk sort of stuff that's going everywhere so yeah it's very cool we'll um make sure we leave everything below definitely go and check it out and get in touch if you uh find it interesting for sure but i think that's probably that's probably the pod that is the pod yeah. now we've got now we've actually got to go and deliver the thing now because yeah, yeah. by the time this comes out it's all done but right now we're really in it so look, yeah back to work back to work peace peace <laughs>